Welcome to Red Zone Sports. We got me and Vin here tonight. We got Vin drinking a boot because for some reason he thought that Kenneth Walker was going to have the, the day of days last week. And uh, I called him out on it. And he's honoring the bet right now. So that's, uh, that's what you we're go doing with the boot challenge. Sometimes, uh, you know, you eat the bar and the bar eats you sometimes. And uh, last week, my gut told me to play Flacco, won me quite a bit of money with Amari Cooper. And then uh, a lineup that had Kenneth Walker, it did not. So you win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's all right. So you win some, you lose some, you know. It's all good. All right. So we got week 17. It's weird that we are talking actual meaningful football in week 17 still to me. Um, but here we are, and uh, we've got a very interesting week. We've got a lot of pretty key players out, um, a lot of weird situations that have transpired over the last um, 24 to 48 hours. Uh, we're going to roll through the slate that. here, and uh, I think that I think we've got some good opportunity to uh, to make some money this week. And uh, yeah, I think it's a uh, I think it's a pay up week at quarterback. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a – the good thing about these bigger slates, right, is there's so many different ways to attack it. I don't yeah. – I mean, I'll wait for you to kind of give me the chalk report uh, overall, but I think, like, there's going to be a few guys that are very chalky, but I just think there's a lot of ways to just go about it. I mean, yeah, I, obviously you've got a few really big guns at quarterback up top. You've also got some guys in the mid-range that I think I really like, and then you've got a few guys if you want to go into the – you know, dumpster bin and pay down for it allows you to get a lot of different weapons. Hey, Kitty. Um, so I think there's a lot of ways to play the slate, and I think it should be pretty fun. Uh, I'm going to be kind of a little bit all over the map, go figure. And uh, I don't quite have, have as strong as a conviction as I did with Flacco last week. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, basically with quarterback, Vinny, you just play whoever you want to this week. Right, right. Um, I mean, outside of quarterback, obviously, like running back yeah. and receiver. Um, we'll see if yeah. there's a chocolate spot. Quarterbacks so spread out that it's just like just do whatever. But when I'm looking at the slate and I'm looking at where guys can maximize, I mean it. It to me, it's not a week to pay down. Um, there are premium quarterbacks in premium spots to put up some serious points. You can mm-hmm. always find spots to play, pay down, but I right. think this is a week to pay up at quarterback. Um, and my favorite guy I'll kind of lead us off here is going to be Josh Allen. Um, I don't, don't care that he's playing the Patriots. He's just on a roll right now. And I'm just going to keep rolling with him being on a roll. Um, they got to keep winning. They have a shot to win the division. Now they've got new England this week. They've got the dolphins next week and they can win the division. And so, I think that they're just going to do whatever they can. Um, I really like that opportunity that he's going to get. And I don't really, you don't really, to me, if you don't want to pair him with anyone, that's fine um, because it's going to be kind of so hit or miss. Um, You can pair him with Diggs. (laughs) We got our Gabe Davis game last week. Uh, I played a little bit of him. I don't know if that's going to happen again. Can't recommend that. But, hey, you know, I'm going to do it. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be my guy if I'm going up top. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue that, right? Uh, like you said, a lot of these teams that have big gun quarterbacks or just good offenses in general, they've all got to win this week. No number one seed no. is locked up. The, most of the divisions are still not locked up. So we're going to no. see everyone given pretty much everything they got. And then you see a lot of bad teams too, right? Like New England could really piss on their season right this week, right? Like there's a lot of teams that can play spoiler. Um, and we'll see if you know how that plays out. But I'm with you. I like Josh Allen. I, I have a question about him because I want to play Jalen Hurts. I think the spot is just so good. We saw Jalen bounce back really nicely last week. I also like that their defense is just not good, right? So if this game can stay a little bit competitive with Kyler, um, you know, I think mm -hmm. you could see seal a game from Hurts. My question is, do you think similar to Josh Allen, you have to stack up Hurts? Because you start stacking him and it does get extremely expensive and change your roster construction in a big way. I've in, in games where Hurts just runs two or three touchdowns in and like AJ Brown and them, they don't get there. Like obviously the obvious answer is the stack, but do you have to? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think that you have to. Um, I would, I think if I was going to stack him, I, I might prefer to pair him with someone like Goddard or mm -hmm. like Devonta Smith. Um, who's going to be a little bit cheaper than Brown, or yep. you just pair them with one Brown and then you can get weird Move elsewhere. On. Yeah. It's tough, but I mean, you can do it. Um, you can definitely do it. I have a Hurts lineup built right now. Um, I think there's a lot uh, of, uh, like you said, there's a lot of value at receiver and even at running back this week. So you can do it. You just, you know, you're fading some of the other guys. You need that stack. A guy that I'm going to keep playing regardless is Mahomes. Can you hear me? Oh. What happened? Can you hear me? Why can't I hear this guy, Allison? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Thank you. 
check two. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I'm my mic's working. I can't, I can't hear you. Hello, Vin? Oh, you got something? Oh, I hear you. Jim? I'm here. We're live. Do it. All right, we'll get back on track. We'll edit that out. Um, where I was talking, um, not sure where it really ended, a little 10 minute gap there, but, um, I was saying below the top tier guys, I don't know who heard me or whatnot, but CJ Stroud for me is my favorite play in the 7K range outside him and Purdy. I think those two for me yeah. are just in real spots here. Um, I'm good. Really I'm good like, with them. I really, like, I really like Stroud this week. Like coming back, they gave him an extra week to get healthy. Texans are one of those teams fighting for one of those playoff spots. Against Tennessee, we've seen him get smashed all year long. I think it's a really good spot for, for Stroud. Yeah, lo love the Stroud play. Um, like his stacking options are fairly cheap. Uh, love Purdy. The only tricky part about Purdy is stacking him. All all of his options are extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, you could do you could go with Kittle again. Um, you could do like a McCaffrey Kittle. You're gonna have to get it weird or inventive somewhere just because it it's just gonna be tough. Um, the Niner guys are going to be fairly chalky, right? Um, I haven't even looked yet, uh, but we we can okay. uh, we can we can delve into that in a little bit here. Um, well, I have to assume McCaffrey's going to be the, the highest owned player on the slate. Like, do you think that's a fair assumption? No. Really? There's there's one person that's going to be higher owned than he is. Oh my god! All right, let me try to guess. Is it back? It's a running back. Oh, Swift? No, 
Not even close. Oh. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> See, for me, it seems like it's Yeah, I, I don't. But my go and if you think you double stack the passing and not play my cat, like I think that's possible at that price. Yeah, you could do that. I'm talking about like I know raw points matter, but at 9600, dude, we need like 35 plus points minimum. Yeah. So it's a tough one. Um, okay, yeah, I, so Purdy and Stroud, you like both of those guys? Yeah, the only other really person I have some minor interest in is uh, is going to be Baker at sixty one hundred. Um, okay, New Orleans is terrible; they're they're just terrible. Um, yeah. Other I'm than that, some people see that like when you look on DraftKings, it shows that like the New Orleans is like the first ranked team against opposing quarterbacks and same with receivers but like i don't know how that's possible where are they pulling those stats from i don't know and we've talked about it before since marshawn Lattimore is not on that defense like they just get destroyed by teams it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me so So i like the baker call obviously i'm starting him in our uh, season-long championship uh let's hope he but so the one real cheap shit bomb is CJ Beathard. What are your thoughts? I'm not playing him because I have two other guys I'm playing down low. Oh my god, who are you playing down here? I'm playing Jared Stidham. Um, I know that part of the reason why the Broncos did this was financial, but let's be honest like, I do truly think Sean Payton was like, this guy can't run my offense. Whether he's not throwing the right guys or he's not pulling the trigger or there's something more than, like, just personality. Like, he, oh, yeah, he we've just, seen him destroy him on the sidelines verbally. Yeah. And he's not throwing to guys. And okay. So, let me, and let me guess your other one. Is it Heineke? Not Who? Tyrod Taylor. Him a lot career. Seven yards on the ground. On receiving fake one, and you go Waller, Slayton, or one. That is such a cheap that they should be in the Rams here, who do get the points as well. I'm just getting weird feedback on my end. Right now. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm playing either of those guys, to be fairly honest with you. Um, I just don't know if I can. Yeah. Right? You're in business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just got to get something out of him. I, I, I thought Heineke might have been an interesting play against uh, against Chicago, but I just don't know if I can get there. I think I like your reasoning on some of those guys a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, the Stidham one is just a play. I think he goes in and lets it fly, you know, and Sean Payton. I, I think it's almost like they're like maybe they go out of their way to embarrass Russ a little bit in this one. <laughs> And the Chargers, the Chargers are abysmal on defense, and that's another one you can go him and Judy, and it's so freaking cheap, you know. Yeah. So yeah. those are the reasonings. It's not that I think you know Stidham breaks the slate or Tyrod does, but similar to the Flacco play last week, I just think those guys can give you a floor and get you enough to say, okay, I'm in business now. Like. I'm going big and trying to get like CMC and AJ Brown here. All right. I don't hate it. So running back, where are you liking? Well, I don't know why Kyron Williams is only going to be like 8% owned, but I'm going to play a shitload of them if that's the case. Um, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, he's, he's, <laughs> they just force feed him the ball He's getting McCaffrey level touches and he's $1,300 less. Yep. In a game that the Rams have to win. So I think that they're not going to lean on Stafford too much. Um, Okay. Obviously, we like McCaffrey. um, But yeah, Kyron Williams is my guy. Uh, And then I guess if we're talking above like 7,000, my other favorite guy is going to be ETN. Um, With. Bethard in there, who just loves to check the ball down. Um, they're playing Carolina again, abysmal team. I don't know how he's only going to be four percent owned. It's just kind of wild to me. So those are my two guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point it would be kind of criminal for me to go away from Rashad White. Uh, he's gotten me this far playing him every week. I know the Saints are not exactly a great matchup, but as we talked about, I think the Saints are just pretty much ready to fold up shop and. Cabo on three and and just mail it home and yeah and he and he gets such a safe workload I think this is a good you know a fine spot the one I'm struggling with is Jonathan Taylor because so, so I was just going to ask you about that because like this is where sometimes using a Sims tool can can pop pop guys out to you he okay. shows up in the he shows up in the optimal lineup. 16, 17% of the time, but he's only going to be 3% owned. Now, look, so, the Raiders so, the yeah. Raiders have been playing good defense lately, okay? But the Raiders are not the 86 Bears. Let's just right. get that out there, right? Like, let's just, let, let's just all get there. They're going to lean on Jonathan Taylor. They're going to run the ball. One of the best attributes that the Raiders' defense has is the pass rush. They are yeah. susceptible to being run on, right? We've yeah. seen it happen a few times. 
so I think that I'm like I didn't come like when we sat down tonight. I had no intentions of playing any Jonathan Taylor this week. I am going to be forced to put him in just purely based on the fact that he's showing up in the optimal lineups near a percent less of the time than Christian McCaffrey is. Like I'm just going to yeah. have to play him. We also always talk about game theory. I really, I mean, we just talked about it with the, the ownership piece, but I love going back to guys who kind of let down the industry, which was him last week, right? Like, what, what was he like 25, 30% owned? Um, yeah, everyone got started the, off great, the, touchdown early. And he got right? the touches, right? He, I think he had what, 18, 20 carries in that game. So we yeah. know he's going to get the workload. Zach Moss is out, they're at home. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of liking him more and more as the week goes on. Um, and again, you're getting a I mean, huge discount off. Like Again, no one's saying Christian McCaffrey's a bad play. But if I'm going to get 18 to 20 carries out of Taylor against the Raiders, I think I could stay close enough. To $300 yeah, is very valuable. Like, you know. Dude, um, it's huge, right? And McCaffrey's like, going to be like 25% out. For sure. Yes. Yes. He's in, so in, in like a single entry three max going to be closer to 30, 33%. And, I, and again, we know his floor is like 20, but like the Niners could easily come out and this game's over like midway through the second. And I know Kyle doesn't necessarily ever rest McCaffrey, but like this is the spot to do it if they're up by four touchdowns in like at halftime. <laughs> It is the argument for just playing the Niners is that they just they they laid an egg on Monday night against the Ravens, right? Right. But they still were able to move the ball. Kyle come coached for the you know commanders organization, hates them. Okay. Yeah. Left there under very bad terms. This is an NFC game that they have to win, right? So I mean, yes, it could be over. Um, but Washington's not going to stop throwing the ball. So I think the Niners could give up some point. Like, I think that the argument to, for playing Niners is there this week, even with McCaffrey being 25%, it's just going to be tough. No, I, that's I, why, I, mean like, more, I mean, just simply McCaffrey. Like, you can yeah, see him like, at 16 carries to 22 points, and, like, that's kind of all she wrote for him. And it's a great game by him, right? But – like we talked about, we kind of need like 30 to 35 out of him. Yeah, I would prefer to like play a lineup with like Purdy and like Iuke and then like Kittle and then put yeah. Jonathan Taylor in that lineup. Exactly. Yep, I completely that, agree there. Like, like if you put those four guys I just said in, leaves you 4,600 and let's say you just punt a defense. Let's say, I don't know, let's say we play the Giants defense. You still have fifty one hundred per player. I mean, that's very totally reasonable, very easy to make a lineup. So, okay, let's keep it yep. moving. Um, um, anybody else Saquon, up here? Uh, well, I, I mentioned Saquon. I think sixty nine hundred is just way too cheap. I know. Again, I don't love the matchup. See him be very involved in the passing game again, trailing environment. I mean, this is a guy that was like eighty five hundred to begin the year and should be. You know, I know the workload in their team sucks, but like, he just got the twenty points last week. Like, fair, fair. Um, Achan Boster, 
So with without Waddle being in there now, I have more interest in in Achan than I do Mostert. Um, yeah, but I have interest. And Mostert's in, banged up. Mostert is not practice this week. Uh, he did practice on Friday, so okay. he practiced today. Um, so he looks like he's going to be okay. But again, okay. like they got to win this game. So, um, yep. but I think Achan can be a good piece to exploit some of the things that the Ravens do, the over-aggressiveness that I saw them against the Niners. Um, some of those plays were there. Obviously, Brock and the Niners just couldn't co- connect on them. So I've got a lot of interest in A-Chan. I've got a lot of interest in Bijan Robinson. He's getting the explosive plays now uh, at 6,600, at 3% ownership. I'm happy to take him there. I have no idea. I have no idea why DeAndre Swift is only like 5 to 6% owned. That's crazy. I have multiple shows this week around the industry. I kind of just tune into and listen and help with research. Everyone talked him up. I was fully expecting him to be like 22% owned this week. Every, and, but here's the thing, Vinny, is that everybody that talks him up, they always come with the caveat, but mm-hmm. it concerns me with the Jalen Hurt. But like, if you go back, we just saw McCaffrey have a 44-point day against these guys. Yep. So yep. like – what are we talking about here? He's, I mean, he's the bell cow. Yeah. You know, he, he does split, right. He does, you know, split a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. I, I think that. I think he had 18 not, carries last week as well, you know, so they're not going away from him. Like I know no. game well, those guys mix in, but like, he's the guy by far. He just gets, if he, if he falls inside the two yard line, he's just fucked. Which sucks because that seems to happen every week, but um, maybe this week he'll stay on his feet and pop, you know, to these. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Arizona isn't the best tackling team in the world. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's more conceivable, I guess, that he could, he could make that happen this week. So I'm willing to take that risk. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't mind it. One guy I really want to play. But I just don't know if, like, he gets 11 carries a game and then Sean Payton just won't give him any more is Javante. Javante. Can we just I, give this guy 20 carries, please? They're, please. They're, they're, they're pricing him at a point that allows me to continue to play him. The problem is, is yeah. that everybody else is seemingly wanting to do that this week. He's going to carry about 16 to 18% ownership. And now I am going to play him. Um, but it's going to probably be in larger field tournaments. Um, okay, yeah, man, I, it's just such, it's just such a, so it's, it's annoying more, <laughs> more than anything. So, so with that, are, are you going to play Clyde? No, I'm not playing games. Clyde. No, okay. I, I've got no interest in playing Clyde. Um, I get, okay. I get the reasoning behind it. Uh, it doesn't look – yeah, I mean, it, I would rather play Zamir White. So that was who I was looking at right now. Because now, the, own, the, ownership, awesome. the ownership has not quite adjusted yet. But based on his price, and it looks like Josh Jacobs is going to miss again, he's showing up in the optimal lineup 22% of the time. He's got like 21% positive leverage. It's coming in. Good like, God. Now, 
this is gonna I'm, I'm sure this is gonna change right because now maybe if some of that Edwards Lair chalk goes on to white then I might mm-hmm. have some interest in playing Clyde if Clyde can get down to like 18 to 20 percent off but again everyone's playing Clyde he didn't even practice today I know and so like like we I don't care they look horrible the Chiefs offense they do not want to run the football they yeah. just don't they are going to let Mahomes go back there and throw it 40 times. Yes. It is what it is at this point, at least with the Raiders and Zamir White. Like, they're not being dumb, right? Like, Aiden O'Connell, what did he not complete a pass, was it, in the second half last week? Like, they're yeah, perfectly fine right. playing defense and just running the football. And so I'll take that. Like, I'll play Zamir White chalk if he's the only guy there. Sure. Like, if, if Jake Oh, well, me too. Be, that's 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 chalk I can get behind, but I don't think a lot of people are going to play that chalk, Vinny. And that's insane because if if he's if he's like under twenty percent, I may just lock button him because well, yes, again, fifty one hundred. Like, just do the eye test. Like, he just looks good. Like, game film alone, I'll play him over Clyde straight up every day of the week. Yeah, he's just a better player. So, um, okay, well, that's pretty wild about running back ownership. Anybody else you have interest in? Because that's kind of it for me. I'm going to take a couple of shots at Tajay Spears this week. This is a game script where Derrick Henry gets scripted out of every single time. Tajay Spears is playing more and more snaps. He's just more and more explosive. At 4,700, it's a nice little weird run back. Uh, mm-hmm. In my Stroud lineups, that not a lot of people are going to go to. Um, that it doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback in Tennessee; he's going to get dump offs. Yeah, yeah, that's the only right. thing I, I think have down here. I think that's totally fair. Um, all right, the big question, the big position group: uh, What are we doing up top here at receiver? Because I'll never go into a week without any Tyreek. I love the fact that Waddle's gone, but Baltimore is a damn good team and they're not stupid either. Like I fully I, expect him to be double covered this week, but I do not care. He's only <laughs> going to be 12% owned. You have to play him. I don't care. Everybody thinks, look, the Ravens give them their credit. They, they went in, they rattled the Niners, right? They play aggressive. But if you go back and watch the game again, three out of Brock's four picks were batted, his arm was hit, all this weird shit. Yeah. It was the Niners moved the ball on the Ravens mm-hmm. and they gained 265 yards in the first half. So Yep. It, it, that's good. So there's two things. Number one, that's good game film for the Dolphins to watch a week before that they're going to play them. They're going to have some specific schemed up plays that McDaniels knows how to run, right? That are going to get Tyreek open. So it's one of the or at the very least, just I, get him the ball, yeah, with some space in front of him and say it's a foot race. It go for it, buddy, right? So I'm going to be playing him. I have more interest if I'm going to spend that money on Tyreek. I'd rather spend it on Tyreek than McCaffrey. I think this week, just because okay. it's. It doesn't even have to – it could be one of those games. It doesn't have to be three touchdowns. It could be 
13 catches for 116 yards and one touchdown. Right. Right. Like, I think he's just going to get fucking peppered because I don't think that they can run the ball very well against the Ravens with Mostert banged up. I think that they're going to come and come out and do what Kyle does sometimes with the Niners is when you think that they're going to throw the ball, he did or run the ball. They just come out throw. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest. Like, I mean, yes, I think Baltimore's strength overall is they're much more kind of a, a physical team. Like Marlon Humphrey's yep. a bigger corner. Hamilton's a bigger safety. They're not built to necessarily run with these guys. Like they are, they're a tougher matchup for like the Niners, like Kittle, Ayuk, like they play, that's kind of how they're built, right? So the little small guys that can fly. Yeah, man. Um, I'm with you with Tyreek. I think if I'm I mean, going but, up, he's my favorite as well. But you go back and look at some of these, those guys you just mentioned, Ayuk, seven catches for 114 yards last week. Kittle, five catches for 126 yards last week. Like, right. It, they're, the performance they got there. is there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So the touchdown numbers didn't come out of the Ravens' defense last week. The Ravens is, the Ravens are a fine team, right? Their defense is good. Not saying they're not, but, again, they're not the 86 Bears or 85 yeah. Bears, whatever the fuck they are, right? Um, so I'm going to be playing quite a bit of him this week. Um, yeah, that, that's a real quick. That's a good point because, we, like you said, outside of some, you know, some turnovers, we saw the Niners move the ball a ton. We saw two or two or three weeks back, we saw the Rams give them a lot of problems with those receivers, right? Now, I'm not saying the Dolphins are quite as, like, deep as those guys or as the Niners, but, like, McDaniel's not stupid. Like, he's got the no. game film. He's going to find ways to get, you know, exploit these guys. So, yeah, man, I think I'm with you. I think Tyreek is going to probably – I'm going to tr- aim for, like, 40 to 50% of my lineups. Yep. That's, that's what I'm going to try. I, it's going to be kind of tough to get there, I think. Um, but that's that's where I'm gonna at least try and go. Unless you pay down a quarterback with Stidham and Tyrod, my man. But so so man. it's funny be, because like you can do so. I actually don't hate the Stidham thing because if we're talking about it right now, like I can plug. How do you spell this dumbass's name? Oh, there. Okay, there he is. S- um, <laughs> hey, don't 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 tarnish a good name like that. Okay. But yeah, so, dude, I've built lineups so far with Stidham and Tyrod where I get either A, McCaffrey and Kyron, or you can get Kyron and Tyreek. Like it's not hard to do if you go right. down that far. Yeah. Ta- Taylor and Tyreek. Like I-, I mean it's you can you even do play. it with Stroud. Because you can so we talked well, so we talked about especially like if you want to play like white. And some some of those other guys, like go chalk at the cheap running back and then pay up elsewhere. I think that's where I would prefer, and that's why like yep. we opened the show with like I would rather just pay up for a quarterback. I don't hate the Stidham. The Stidham is probably my favorite option out of all those cheap cheap guys that you mentioned because you can even stack him with Judy and Mims, and then you're just like off to the races at that point. I, I think we're just gonna see. Like them cut a little because they yeah. What's the point of making this move? Um, yeah, dude. I think it's very easy to get if you're going Stedham or Tyrod to get two 
big name guys in there, no problem. Even Tyrod and like Waller, who is at 4,500. And I know that guy gets hurt, you know, almost as much as Logan Thomas, but like, I, I don't know if I can You play. could do it. I, I can't. I can't play Darren Waller. Okay. But then besides the point, it's just two cheap stacks. Again, allows you to get Tyreek. And like you said, you can go Tyreek. You can go, um, you know, we can get our Taylor play in there. And you could very easily fit in. Um, Fair. You know, like a Zamir White. And then you are cooking. Like, you are, you're, you're on your way to a really good lineup. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. All right, so um, so scrolling down here, I mean, I don't know why anyone in their world were in their mind would stop playing Mike Evans. I know. I, With Lattimore I, out, I, too. It's like, what are we talking about here? I mean, you don't have to get weird. You just play Baker and Evans, and that's it. And you just, you know, it's not super expensive. You can just go on from there. Yep. I agree. It's really easy. Um. I think if I'm going, I, I want to get a piece of this Eagles game as much as I can because I do think it's a really good spot. I think Devonta Smith is one of my favorite plays in this game. Like Me too. He's a more consistent guy over A.J. Brown, and you said it, like you're saving 1,300 off of him. 1% owned right now. Okay, so I'm going to – like I'm just going to have a lot of that because we've seen Devonta Smith pop two, three touchdowns in a game Yes. And it's just Devonta Smith game. And it's like, well, you needed to kind of have him. And it was like an obvious spot. It's like Arizona can't cover anybody. Right. So, no. Um, you go down. I mean, you talked, you just hit on him. I really like Nico Collins this week. Yep. Really like Nico. Um, I think I like in a good spot. I think Rishi Rice is totally good um, here. He's going to um, be so, so Rishi and Olave. Both in great spots. They're both going to be on the higher end of ownership, but I mean, okay, rece- receiver ownership is so spread out. Hopkins, Rice, and Olave are the three highest owned receivers at 16, 16, and 15 percent. Rice, Olave, and who? Uh, uh, Hopkins. Okay, which I don't understand um, that, but yeah, um. No, I, I think for me, that's kind of it in the sevens, low or high sixes. Yeah. I don't really love this range until I get down to the low fives below that. There's no one really there that, like, so I am going to be playing, I am going to be playing Zay Flowers. I think he gives, he gives, he's being more and more Lamar's kind of safety blanket. Uh, I, I am going to play some Gabe Davis. Um, I'm just going to do it. And then I, I like, I'm going back to George Pickens. 5,300. The guy I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I, they're with, with, they're just going to make it a point to force him the ball on some of these deep shots. He don't expect 40 points again. Right. Sure. And I played it, but I played him last week, but just because. New quarterback, new philosophy, new system that like he's been a malcontent in the locker room. He's a guy on their team and they they have to try and get him the ball. Right. Um, so you know. Do you okay? So we kind of talked about him a little bit. Well, not we didn't talk about him. the same reasons 
obviously a much lesser player that you like Tyreek, I think Jerry Judy is going to make like 70% of my lineups. Is he 100? Judy did it? No. (laughs) Okay, well, Cortland Sutton got ruled out. Yeah, so. Okay. I hope Judy. I think Judy will play, Vinny. Um, Okay. Good God, my heart's trying for a second. But it's the, it's not looking great. Holy um, Lord. Oh, yeah, he got downgraded. I did not see that. Uh, due to an illness, though. Okay. So, like, what is going on here? Do you think the league is not telling anyone when guys test positive for COVID? They're just you, in illness it, now? It, I, I think that they – I guarantee you that last Conspiracy year – part of the prize. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not conspiracy. It's just, you're divulging someone's actual diagnosis out there. Yeah. If, if, if they don't choose, like that's a HIPAA violation. Okay. Right. Like, like you don't have to disclose a specific illness. Like he could totally. be hand, you know, Marvin Mims has a hamstring pull. Okay. Like he's still probably going to play, but it'll right. Right. Um, you know, so I think Judy's going to be fine. Um, basically. Okay. But we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep moving down. Cause I, I, I actually have a decent amount of guys down here that I like, which is kind of sad. And oh, I don't God. know if that makes me feel good, but um, well, you mentioned obviously a lot of it's going to be major chalk. I'm going back to my boy with Shahid. Dude, the guy is just as productive. I know people don't want to like admit it, but he's he just catches deep balls for these guys, and that's like what we're looking for. He had nine targets last week. Um, they do throw and, him and the all ball. his targets are deep. Yeah, they throw him the ball kind of a lot. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I don't think a lot of people play him because he's like a receiver wearing number twenty two, and it's like a weird thing. It is weird. It uh, is weird. I mean, it's like the guy from Ohio State, 33, doing, like, everything. Right? Like, that was a little weird, right? Yeah, um, it didn't so. work out for him. But um, are, are you going to be going back to Demarcus Robinson at 4,600 for the Rams? Like, clearly he's uh, beaten out Tutu Atwell. I think you have to. I mean, he's especially a guy, like, even if you're hurting for, you know, in a, in a season-long fantasy championship this week, he's still out there. And he's like yeah. a guy that's legitimately involved in the offense, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like these guys for me down here is going to be a lot of sprinkles. Like Demario Douglas yeah, from yeah, England, yeah. like I'm going to be sprinkling him. I'm definitely going to be lighting the torch a little bit. Um, mm. Well, I've I'm got like a few that. other guys that I've got a few other guys that I think are better plays than that. I'm going. I'm going back to QJ Quinton Johnson. Jesus, you're going way down. Okay. Here's here's a few guys in the threes to keep an eye on. I well, like then Mims. Then Mims Junior is another one. Mims is obviously in my three K pool. I think Justin Watson's very much in play at thirty four hundred. Like, yeah, I like him. I, he's, he's an easy pair with Mahomes. Um, if you want to play Mahomes in any of those stacks, like he's an easy guy to pair with Mahomes. Yeah, you've got Watson down there. I think Cedric Wilson's in play with Waddle out. Like. 3600 yeah. he's still a decent player you know like he's not a, like a complete loser 
Um, he should see more targets, obviously, and be involved. And then I'm going to give you the wild card, especially if Judy misses. Brandon Johnson for the Broncos. See, is it going to be him or is it Lily Jordan Humphrey? Well, he had 47 yards off three catches, five targets, and a touchdown last week. So he was already, like, involved. That's true. I mean, I do like the name little Jordan Humphrey better, but I think I would go (laughs) Brandon Johnson. And we always talk about this, dude. He's 3,300. Like, if he gives you two points, it doesn't wreck your lineup either. Who cares? Right. Those are just some 3K guys. Like you said, none of those guys are core plays, but I'm going to sprinkle a bunch of those guys around. I'm a a little scared that I'm playing, that I'm liking so many of these right receivers in the 3,000s. Yeah, baby, let's go. I'll probably have like (laughs) almost a 3K receiver in every lineup. And just, yeah, again, it opens the door for so much. But all right, we'll roll through tight ends pretty quick here. I'm sure this will not be very complex. Are you playing Travis Kelsey? Yes. Why? Why not? (laughs) I love that. Okay. Um, Well, because simply for the fact is is that at some point it's going to happen, and it just hasn't happened this year, and he's going to have like a three-touchdown, maybe a four-touchdown game, and like – it could propel them like into the playoffs and like get them back. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, I'll throw away at least one lineup with Mahomes and Kelsey every single week, just because. Um, But in actuality, I think Trey McBride is my favorite just overall play on the slate. Um, Yeah. Absolutely peppered. He's not being owned enough. Um, I think that's a, I think it's going to be a good spot for him. Um, and then I really, really like Dalton Kincaid. Whoa, okay. So I like Josh Allen, right? Like I said that. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Bill Belichick is very good at taking away, isolating and taking away a team's best player and just saying, fuck it, I'll let everybody else beat me. Mm-hmm. Do that to Diggs, okay? And I think that, like, if you just want to play Josh Allen and like Dalton Kincaid together, I I would be totally okay with that. I would be on board with that. It's someone that nobody is going to play this week. That in some of my larger field tournaments, that is like the stack that I'm going to be going with, and I'm going to play it with Gabe Davis because no one's going to be playing. Fair enough. And it, and it could be terrible. Like I could be finished dead fucking last, but. No one is going to have either that two or three man stack. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man, tied in for me is pretty straightforward. Like, I'm going to be pairing a lot of these guys as either my stacking options, you know, as part of like a two man stack uh, or as like a bring back. So, you know, McBride is a bring back for the Eagles. I like Kittle. I like Goddard. I like Dalton Schultz. I like Kate Otten. at 3,100. And then I think as a bring back, I mentioned Waller. I know that makes you kind of throw up in your mouth a little bit. Um, yeah, it does. And then if you're going to go Broncos, like if you want to say ultimate cheap, Gerald Effort at 3,500, I think is totally fine as well. So it's just going to be a part of my like roster construction is how I play tight end this week. 
That's fair. Um, I, I don't hate Gerald Everett. I think he's interesting. I really do like Dalton Schultz because you and I are both on Stroud. He's a guy yeah. that I think is uh, accentuated quite a bit. Um, I played a little bit of Chig Oconquo last week. I will not be mm. doing that this week. Um, you don't think Lightning? Yeah, is I do. No, I like Gerald Everett though. He's a guy that I had written down. Um, Kate Otten is a guy that if you need somebody cheap to throw in one of the stacks, you can. Right. Uh, Tanner right. Hudson has been getting a lot of run uh, when healthy. The Chiefs defense not very good. Um, those are some cheaper guys. Other than that, I don't really have anybody down here. That's that's kind of it for me. Um, all right, give me one defense below 3K that you are taking a liking to the most. Let me scroll down here. Uh, the one the one that I've had rostered the most right now, um, and it's really like weird to say. Um, is the Giants just because they're getting the Rams on the road? Um, yeah, twenty twenty five hundred. I, I, I it, it's just a price thing. Um, I'm not playing the Commanders at two thousand. You could make no. a good argument for the Patriots at twenty three hundred. I, I would rather just, you know, the, you know, Kyron Williams. The Rams do some weird shit. They put the ball on the ground. They do like give up some like silly turnovers. So like mm-hmm. that's you know, I think that that's something to be uh to just to be aware of, right? So if I'm yeah. going down there, um I don't hate the Giants. I think it's a fine play. They they're obviously gonna, you know, keep playing hard. They have a decent pass rush. Thibodeau's okay. You know, I don't the Bal- Baltimore Ravens at twenty eight hundred could be interesting. I don't know. Who, who are you playing? I, it's just whoever kind of fits with what salary I have this week. Is what I'm going yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I think for me, so far, my highest roster defense is the Bengals. Uh, and it's just simply okay. Mahomes has been turning the ball over just because he's kind of forcing it with these, like, god-awful weapons he has and throwing the ball a ton. And, you know, I uh, can get a few turnovers, a few sacks, you know, five, seven points. Like, I'm totally fine with that this week. So... Um, I, I just don't know if I see the Chiefs putting up 45 on Sunday. You know, that would that would shock me. But it's not impossible. I think they might. I have I have I have rostered a defense before that's gotten negative points. So, uh, it wouldn't be the first time. All right, buddy. Um, the, the, the sim, of, the, the, sim oh. the Sims likes the uh, likes the Texans the best. For defense, which I don't hate that. I don't hate that I don't either. Hate that. I don't hate that. You know, three thousand. Mm. I don't hate that. That's not a bad one. The three thousand is just about cheap enough. A lot of people are thinking to go to the Raiders. You know, maybe the Texans are showing up the optimal seven percent of the time. So, I like it. All right, much. man. Bold call. Where are you going? Uh, Josh Allen, 40-plus point game. 40 from J.A. Well, I don't have any of him right now, so I should probably add some Josh Allen this week uh, based on that prediction. For me, he's done it three times this year. I think we see number four, and that's Nico Collins goes over 30 points. 
So you're going to believe that he's done it three times this week. I know where this year and he he's missed like three weeks. He's missed weeks and he's also had, he had Tank Dell, you know, right there with him, like splitting targets. So yeah, you give me a fully locked and loaded target share for Nico Collins this week. Yeah, man. I think he pops off. I think he's even a guy that you can, you don't have to stack him if you don't want to either. Like, I think you can play him yeah. independently in just like one-offs um, and be just fine. I think like, that's totally fair. Like, yeah. I was just building a lineup while we were talking. It's a Mahomes stack. But like, mm-hmm. just to get a little bit of correlation, like I played the Texans defense with Nico in there. Mm, I like it. All right, man. That's all I got. All right. That's all I got as well. Um, like, follow. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be trying. There's been weird stuff going on. So follow our Twitter or or X or whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, until Elon makes up his mind. Uh, Vinny hasn't finished his boot yet. At Notorious VJL at JJ McIntosh. Follow us. We're gonna be okay. He's he's just going with it. Uh, we'll be giving updates all weekend. Um, and now Vinny's wife is gonna ask him why he smells like. Uh, beer after all right yep I like it hopefully no more crazy breaking news hopefully Jerry Judy plays this Sunday everyone have a good end to 2023 let's end it on a high note winning some dollars and we'll see you in the new year later